welcome to the Missouri Wind and Solar Podcast. I'm your host, Wes Shank, coming to you from our store in Seymour, Missouri. Each week with my co-host and Missouri Wind's General Manager, David McDerris, we discuss the latest on renewable energy. Check out our additional educational information on our website at mwands.com. Thank you for downloading this podcast, and please subscribe. Welcome back to the podcast. We know we've been on a forever hiatus. We've been horrible. And actually, I'm pretty sure it's David's fault. It's me and David. We're back again. I guess maybe what it is, it's just finally cold and damp enough that we're like, yeah, we'll we'll sit in the apartment and talk rather than do anything else because yeah. it's just too damn cold to go do anything else. <laughs> so we're finally coming here and talk about something. We've been gone for a, a long time. And if you want to complain about it, talk to David. Don't forget... You can still email us, radio at m1s.com. But welcome to the M1s podcast. It's me and McDerris here today. We actually have a subject. It was pretty interesting. Did this come in from one of yeah, our... Yeah, come in from Larry Hobbs. So thanks for asking a question. And it's a pretty interesting subject. It has to do with mismatching panels and what happens when you get solar panels that are not, I mean, basically not the same thing. David and I were talking about it for just a minute beforehand. Obviously, David knows this stuff. I'm just a local village idiot here. What David was describing to me, because I sit and interview David in these podcasts and sometimes actually remember things, <laughs> but it sounds like, to me, like it's real similar to what happens when you've got batteries that aren't alike. Yeah, very similar to that. Matter of fact, it works exactly on the same rate as that. It's all a matter of voltage and amperage. So you can have two or ten solar panels that are all 250 watt and you can have nine that are one manufacturer you bought at one time and then pick up one more to complete the system and it's a different manufacturer and let us just say that the nine panels had a voltage of 38 volts uh, on their open circuit so voc was 38 volts and the new panel you bought was 34 volts voc but when you look at that as you all know and if you don't know what you're looking at the current amperage would be higher on the one that had the lower VOC because it's voltage times amperage equals the wattage output. So it would be higher. But the problem that you're gonna run into with that is now then, just like a battery, you're gonna work to the lowest voltage. It's gonna go to the weakest link in the chain. So all your panels are gonna work at the 34 volt instead of the 38, nine at 38 and one at 34, but your voltage will not, or your amperage will not increase on the other nine it will just work at a lower voltage, making you less efficient on nine of the panels. You would be better off to leave that panel. You'd be better off to throw it in the garbage. Right. Not not have ever put it in. And so if you ever have to miss a massive panel, not recommended, understand happens quite often, make sure you get a panel that is over the voltage regulated and or as very, very close to as possible, making sure those panels, because all panels are not alike. Uh, some panels are made for grid tie application, so they're going to be a high voltage, low amperage type panel because all we're really wanting to do is send in high voltage back into the grid, whereas an off-grid panel will be a higher amperage, lower voltage because we're really trying to actually 
produce more power into a battery bank, trying to restore that battery bank. So we need amperage to do that. We need current to restore that battery bank. Not so much voltage as we need the amperage there. So that not all panels are made equal. All of them great. I mean, not knock any of one or the other. It's just know that as you're buying panels. If you're trying to grow a system, start out with a minimal system and then grow, you need to be very adamant of how you go about that. That makes an interesting question. If I am putting together a system of any size whatsoever, as I'm putting it together, and I know there's environmental variables that you would always be looking at, but would you not want to check each panel individually as you're adding it to your system? Definitely. If you have a panel that, for whatever reason, maybe a cell is in the panel that's just not correct in it, it would be like shading of a panel. And it would drag the entire system down. And so can you, can you do that with just an off-the-shelf multimeter? Or? Yeah, as long as it can check the DC side. Just check your voltage. I mean, it's, it's simply as put it in the sun, put them all at the same angle, you know, just set it up against the wall and say, okay, well, I'm going to set it here. Mark a line on the wall where you're laying the top of it. So it's always at the same angle, right? And then just checking it with the positive negative lead off the voltage meter and see how many volts, VOC, how many open volts that thing would give you at that time. You know, we sell solar right. panels. I would think that if you got a panel or two panels or whatever that were different, you'd probably still want to check that out over yeah. a day or two at yeah. least before you were concerned that a panel was not perfect. Yeah, I mean, you definitely want to, you know, panels, uh, all panels are rated with optimal committed additions, right? I mean, they're, right. you know, they're. Well, they're I'm, just, I'm just saying, you, you bought 10 panels and you checked eight, and on the ninth one, there happened to be a cloud passing by. Right. You yes. know, you don't want to just jump in and assume, okay, well, this panel's, panel's no good. This panel no good. Right. You know, I'd want to check it again the next day before I started. Definitely. You, know, I mean, you, you don't want to check five panels at noon and then go back out at five o'clock. Right. You know, and check the other five. They're not going to read the same. It's just not going to happen. I mean, well, and that's one of the other things we even talk about panel so, is temperature. That's I mean, what I was saying. You know, they're all checked at 77 degrees with... X amount of light upon the panel. Is that ever going to happen in the real world? It will, but well, it's in, pretty in, rare. In Georgia, it happens for <laughs> about three days right. in, so it's so in October very, and three days right. in May. Yeah. So it's... <laughs> So that's why, you know, when you call Missouri Wind and Solar and you talk to the salesman or I, you hear the, lot of the, uh, the word average used a lot, right? Because that is all we can base it off of is an average. I mean, we know what the average that it will do on an average basis. Anytime that we deal with a solar panel field or a solar field or a solar array that is below the average or above the average, you have to let us know that. I mean, well, you have to let us know one way or the other. What it sounds like to me is what we're saying is you bought 10 solar panels from Missouri Wind. You're installing 10 solar panels from Missouri Wind. Get your multimeter out. Check them as you're putting them in. That's right. If you've got one or two, or the voltage is different, investigate further. Right. You know, or whoever you buy them from. We know our clients are always looking for good deals. We understand that. But the bottom line is investigate further, confirm, and, right. and know that if you buy from two different vendors and two different types of panels, you run the risk of going to the lowest common denominator. Right. What you have to do at that point is you have to come to the realization that if it pulls the other nine down and it's going to pull them to making 230 watts, is your system going to be better off with that new panel in there? Or is it going to be better off to leave that panel out and start through a different controller? Because you can still use that panel. 
you would just need to go through a different controller at, at the time. You Take know? that panel and charge your lawnmower. Right, charge your lawnmower. <laughs> Whatever you want to do. I mean, you, there again, we've talked about it. Into a battery bank, you can have multiple controllers so long as they're programmed as such that they will talk with each other and or at least work along the same parameters of each other so they're not fighting each other. As long as you're doing that, it's fine. That's a better way of utilizing mismatched panels is with multiple controllers, trying to separate those out. Maybe you have nine panels and you have four of one and five of the other. Just put it on two different controllers. And now I use all nine of my panels, get optimal efficiency out of the panels, and then bring it back through two controllers and back into that battery bank. There's more than one way to skin a cat, as they say, and, and that's one of the ways to do it and optimize what you own. We don't want you to throw away anything. We want you to use it, but use it in the best way you can. All right. Anything else on this? I think we got it. Uh, Larry, thanks for sending that in. It's a great question. And as always, we enjoy hearing from our customers. Anybody else got questions, send them in. We love sitting and talk about it. Thank you all for tuning in. Sorry for the long break. As it, I guess as it gets colder, we'll probably get better about bringing more podcasts in. Thank you all for, for tuning in, and we appreciate everybody's business. Thank you for downloading and listening to the podcast today. If you have a question that you'd like to hear us discuss on the podcast, email us at radio at mwands.com. You can follow us on our website, mwands.com, or subscribe on iTunes or Stitcher. Check out our store at mwands.com and buy some stuff. Buying stuff allows us to continue to produce our educational broadcasts, like our podcasts and YouTube videos. And most importantly, it keeps Lucy's Doggy Chicken Treats coming. Thanks again.